Recording in progress. You will both die. These are thrilling times. Hi, I'm Jeremy. Hey, I'm Nick. <laughs> Hi, this is Robert. Hi, I'm Tirza. This is Cloud of Witnesses on our series. Yes, yes, but. but. Nick, you you know what's going on in this one. This one's yeah, a secret. So you, go, you guys, take this, us away. This is just a fun uh, food for thought episode that I thought you guys might enjoy. So let's let's just get straight to it. In an historic first, a team of primatologists has succeeded in teaching Quigley, a Western lowland gorilla, the concept of mortality and his inevitable doom. When we first started with Quigley, he was just a normal, happy ape. The first thing we did was we taught him patterns like red block, blue block, green block over and over. Uh, Then it became a pattern of gorilla born, gorilla grow, gorilla die over and over. Right. It, It took thousands of repetitions, but Quigley finally became cognizant of the correlation between himself and the decomposing pile of hair and flesh in the photo. Quigley also began painting pictures like these almost every day. To make sure Quigley retains the awareness of his own demise, the team spends several hours per day reinforcing the certainty of death's arrival. Quigley, you will die soon. The researchers say at first Quigley could only communicate rudimentary fears about his own death, but he soon moved on to expressing more complex emotions, like indifference and self-hatred. He was letting out these anguished cries and banging his head against the wall, and I just thought, we did it. The Tulane scientists believe that we may be able to teach a gorilla to resort to alcoholism. The scientists next plan to test whether the results with Quigley can be replicated with other species. They are in the initial stages of teaching bunny rabbits that they will all die. You will both die. These are thrilling times. <laughs> oh, oh, my. Thrilling times oh, thrilling. Oh, thrilling. the good people at the onion, oh, huh? That's classic. You that... will both die. <laughs> Oh, and the rabbits, super cute. Yeah, something that oh. uh, um, we might be able to turn him into an alcoholic at some. <laughs> I would actually love to hear your guys' first reactions because I actually did an edit of that, so I've seen it. Okay, okay. I got the best parts of that clip, so I want to hear your guys' gut reactions. Sure. My first reaction is my gut reaction is is yes. We are as Christians to be conscious of our inevitable death, but it shouldn't lead us to be drunks and, you know, morbidly depressed all the time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I just, I, I, if I may go next, I, I just love the, uh, the, 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 how they cast the, the academics. They just look totally, <laughs> just the guy with the vest and the, and and she's like, I don't, I, you know it's funny. For you know what's funny? The vest really caught me too. I was like, that's so academic. The vest, the fleece vest. I don't know. I thought yes, that was yes. that was a good nuanced detail that they threw. Yeah, in. yeah. The academic. Why? <laughs> that's Why? my first reaction. I don't know. It's it really seemed very. Sorry, Nick. Is this a joke? Like, is, were they doing this video as a joke or was yeah. it a real yes. thing? Yeah, it's, okay. it's satire. It's satire. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. but it's like it, it's really true. Like, okay, if that's literally all you're gonna think about, of course you're gonna get depressed. Of course you're gonna feel like life is crap. Like, who cares? Why even try? Which is yeah. such a sad way to live. Uh-huh. But yeah. you you know what's interesting. 
And this is the reason why I thought this is actually material we could use is because it's satire. And the yeah, thing yeah. is, what are they making satire about? Exactly. They're making satire that science cannot solve the depressing fact of death. Yeah. All they can do is the yes is, wow, look at these scientists. They're able to communicate with gorillas. Wow. Yeah. You know, they're able to actually like have concepts. And the satire, the but that even the onion, right, is underlining yeah. is, but what does that all mean if at yeah. the end of the day, we are a bunch of depressed alcoholic primates, right? Yep. <laughs> so and I, I thought that that is a very interesting and actually a psychologically very deep satire that they just, uh, and I thought it was very yeah. well well executed in its own way. So I, I, I applauded say, them for, for it. Absolutely. This is back when The Onion was still funny. I don't know if you guys yeah. know, but The Onion, I used to love yeah. The Onion. Yes, yeah, me too. The Onion sucks. I'm just going to say <laughs> yeah. it. That's my, that's my hot take of the day. The Onion is, they got, they went down, you know, they went down the, the political road where to where they mm -hmm. only were in in essence, you know, making fun of conservatives, et cetera. And they became, you know, kind of more of a advocacy group as opposed to a comedy satirical yeah. group. So yeah, this is the golden mm -hmm. age of, of the onion. And that was, that was really funny. Hilarious. The golden YouTube yeah. era. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, I think, you know, it's also a question of, you know, what, what makes a joke work? You know, what, mm -hmm. what makes something funny? What makes us laugh? You know? And I think it, you know, the joke ha has to have some seeds of the truth in it, right? Something that we can all relate to. And I think when I saw the clip and I looked at the, the academics uh, being so silly yet very serious, and it looked like they themselves believe in this silliness which you know in their in their seriousness uh, you know it's just it's just really funny because they're like oh yeah this and that and that and 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 you can see that sometimes you know when they come up with some outlandish uh, theory or something and they they're so deep into it and for us on the outside they're going like what are you talking about this is just nonsense and <laughs> yeah. that's how they portrayed it in this clip and i thought that was hilarious yeah. yeah, the sad, the sad reality that science has failed people on an ideological slash religious spiritual level wow. in the sense that, you know, once they taught the gorilla its death and they drilled it into its existence, it started having panic attacks. And what does the scientist oh. say? He says, we did it. We succeeded. Right. Yeah. You succeeded with right. what? Right. Yes. Yes. You know? Yes. It sounded right. fury signifying nothing. Mm -hmm. I, right. To take the more serious take on it, Nick, because I think you're right. It's it actually there is a, a very real component to this. I, I'm a, I've said before I'm a big fan of science fiction, have been for years, and a, a mo uh, sorry a, a common trope in science fiction is of course finding life on other planets, right? Finding yeah. life out in the universe. And Nick, I have the same reaction. It's like, yeah, so what? Say you go find life on some, you know, meteor or asteroid, you know, a gajillion miles away. So what? You're still going to grow old, die, yeah. and that's it. Yeah. And that right. life, that amoeba that find on Mars, it lives and then it dies. I mean, so what? It doesn't bring salvation, right? That's it, right. It doesn't answer that hole in your heart, right? Augustine talks about the God-shaped hole that we all have inside of us. Science offers nothing towards that end. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah, it doesn't. It ultimately, you know, I mean, it would be big news, of course, if we, if we would find, you know, life outside uh, our uh, um, solar system, you know, outside outside the 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 the, the, the Earth. But um, you know, I think that, like you said, Jeremy, it doesn't ultimately it doesn't solve anything. You know, it doesn't solve uh, the question of why. Why are we here? What is what is the meaning of our existence? It, it doesn't solve that at all. Now, we, we if we would uh, find aliens somewhere else and we could learn from them, yeah, of course, it would broaden our experience and broaden our horizon. But it it doesn't go, and not a single you know inch. It doesn't it doesn't move us forward when it comes to questions. Uh, of you know of our meaning and the, the meaning of existence and things like that so is that you know especially gor- gorillas or monkeys for some reason like people always they just always want to compare human beings to them and they're like oh no we could teach them to be human beings they could be human beings and this proves all this stuff but it doesn't <laughs> because right, right. like we are the only animal on earth that god chose to be human beings and to communicate with him through our soul and through, yes. you know, and, and in that way. And so this, you know, it just goes to prove, yeah, it's a joke, but it's true. I'm- My last thought is, you know, going back to St. Paul, if I have the power to prophesy, the faith to move mountains, and I'll just add, if I have the power to educate and communicate with gorillas <laughs> or to have bionic cyborg superpowers, but I have not love, or Christ, right? It's all just clanging symbols, right? And those scientists are those clanging symbols, right? There's there's nothing there. There's nothing upstairs at the end of the day or or there at the end of the day. Amen. Nick, you, you nailed it. That's, you know, to piggyback off of what you and Tears have said, you know, I, I mentioned earlier, it's sound and fury signifying nothing, right? To quote Shakespeare. It's like Robert, like you said, if there is life somewhere it would just be you know from their perspective from the from the naturalistic perspective it's just chemicals bouncing around inside of our brains with no purpose no transcendence and in no answers right no answers for the end um i i am appreciative nick of this clip um because i think it's nice to bring some levity to the conversation and yet like you said there still is very real issues being um, touched upon here. And I was pleased to be part of this. Thanks, you guys. My final thought is, Nick, keep the funny clips coming because I need to laugh. Yeah, it was a good one. (laughs) I didn't know this is an onion clip. Yes. I have no idea who the onion is. That's why I was like, totally. I thought it was a serious clip. I did not understand any of it. So all my (laughs) thoughts are kind of serious. Sorry about that. No, it's um, It's fine. my My last thought is... I, forgive me, I can't remember which saint, but I know it was a saint that said, he said it about psychology, I believe, but I think I could insert science and it would still basically the same. So it's this idea of, you know, sci- I'll just say science is like a snake, right? And there's the meat that's useful and then there's the head that's poisonous and you, you know, shouldn't eat. And so what you can do is you can cut off the head that's, and then there's all that meat that you can actually use and can be useful. And so there is a place in, in some cases for this science and for, you know, for that to be some truth, but it's not dogma. It's not in place of the Orthodox Church and theology. Thank you so much for listening this long into this conversation. Please like, comment, let us know what you think. We'd love to have conversations with you guys down in the comments. 
and we will hopefully see you guys on the next one. Thank you. See you. Yeah.